0: And President Trump just wrapped up a big exclusive interview, and the person who got that coveted interview joins us now here on The Rita Cosby Show. He is a great TV and radio host and knows the president well. Joining us now here is Wayne Allen Root. Wayne, congrats on this interview. I can't wait to hear about it. And also, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you and your family.
1: Yeah, I love this time of year. I love it. And I love being out with you. Hello, Rita. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to everyone. It's a great time of year. We can finally forget about all our problems and politics for a few minutes, but not during this interview. Right after this interview, then it's time to enjoy Christmas. My wife begged me for 48 hours. Do not talk politics. So this will be my last talking of politics for 48 hours just for you.
0: Well, I'm glad that I get the final one before you go into, like, your moment of silence. Um, But let's hear about it, because one word I would never describe President Trump as is silent. Um, He's always extremely vocal. And the two of you have a great, great relationship. Talk about, first off, what were some of the big surprising things? Because, boy, is he taking a lot of incoming. We've been talking, of course, about the January 6th committee, their final report, What's his reaction to all of this stuff that's been coming out, especially in the last few days?
1: Everybody in the whole world was lined up to give money to the candidates running against Trump's MAGA candidates to make sure that my boy Adam Laxaw lost in Nevada and that Carrie Lake and Blake Masters lost in Arizona and Dr. Oz lost in Pennsylvania and Herschel Walker lost in Georgia. So when the election was over, they could just say in unison, the entire uniparty, in unison, McConnell, the Democrats, the deep state, the corporations, see, Trump is lost. He's lost his touch. His candidates don't win. We're not a MAGA nation. It's a lie. People love Trump now more than they've ever loved him, at least normal people do. Trump voters love Donald Trump. They appreciate what he's done. He's taken all the slings and arrows for all of us. I just wrote the column— that Trump is our brave heart and you ought to appreciate it at Christmas time. He's our Sir William Wallace, who you basically, you know, had to die, but when he died, he won the battle for independence for the Scottish people after a long battle, hundreds of years under British rule. And that's what Trump is. He's taking the slings and the arrows and the shots for all of us. He's under attack by the deep state, the, the DC swamp, uh, you know, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, George Soros, China, the Chinese Communist Party. They're all against trumpery to the whole world and yet the latest poll i saw from mclaughlin associates yesterday trump's up by desantis by 25 points and he beats biden by three points if he runs tomorrow so he's at the low point of his entire life in my opinion and he's still beating desantis by 25 and biden by three he has nowhere to go but up from here under non-stop attack since the day the election was over what was the election like six weeks ago seven weeks ago Non-stop attack in every and you know what, you,
0: I, I agree with you by the way, Wayne. I've never seen someone with so much incoming, um, and it's clear. I mean, even at the end of the January sixth, the final report that just came out yesterday, uh, Liz, Liz Cheney couldn't wait to, at the very end, basically say, "Well, this person is unfit for office." You could see their whole objective and Benny Thompson, anything they could do to stop Trump. They clearly are threatened by him. They're clearly worried by him. Um, how does he handle all of this incoming? and what did he say about all the the latest January six, also his taxes? I mean, they're everything.
1: you know you know first of all, the, the biggest thing he wanted to talk about was not any of that. It was the omnibus spending bill, which is the biggest disgrace in the history of America.
0: So what did he tell you on that? i and by the way, Wayne, I agree it is it's astounding when you look at all the pork that is in that package. Uh, again, nothing for border security in it. There are so many issues. It's what did president government. tell us about the interview with Trump?
1: with trump in that interview i mean you got to watch it tomorrow it's at, uh it's saturday morning at noon east coast time on real america's voice tv network and my show's called america's top 10 countdown i was very open with him i said listen i'm jewish i know you were the greatest president in the history of america for the jews and yet the liberals and the media are trying to paint you as an anti-semite you know explain to all of us Why? You never would have gone to that dinner if you'd known. Why? You're not going to ever be friends with the anti semite The whole thing is ridiculous. You were set up. You didn't know who the guy was. I never heard of the guy. So he answered that. I asked him about Kevin McCarthy. I, I was very open. I said, I don't like Kevin McCarthy. I don't think Kevin McCarthy should be Speaker of the House. I was the guy who said, you should be Speaker of the House, Donald Trump. Why would you ever fight for McCarthy? I think you'll be very surprised at his answer. And last but not least, I was actually bold enough to ask him about vaccines. I said, listen, you and I... Our great friends, this was my 11th interview with President Trump, by the way, 11th. I'm a son of a butcher from Mount Vernon. I love that. Awesome. He loves you. I know that. (laughs) He does. So I said, listen, you love me and I love you, but I disagree with you 180% on the vaccines. You're wrong on the vaccines. But here's the reason why I still support you, and I will forever. I'm loyal forever to you, President Trump. Number one, you're the greatest economic president in history. You made us all a lot of money. You helped our businesses prosper. You were great for everyone. But number two, you're against vaccine mandates. I don't care that you and I disagree on the vaccine. You would never mandate anyone, right? He said, right. I said, you'd never force anyone to take it, right? He said, right. I said, you'd never let the military be forced to take a vaccine, right? He said, right. I said, you'd never let a pilot have to take it. He said, right. I said, you'd never make a child take the vaccine ever to go to school. He said, right. And then he gave an answer. I'm going to tease you. I'm not going to tell you the answer. He gave an answer about children and the vaccine that will shock you. Because he sounded like me when it came to children and the vaccine. I think he's on the right path and he's waking up a little bit. So at least I'm thankful for that. And I made it clear to everyone why I support him, even though I'm very anti-COVID vaccine, because he won't make anyone take it against their will. And this is a free country. If you want it, take it, if you don't, don't. That's my belief on it all.
0: And we just have a few minutes left. I, I know you can't tell us everything, but give us a little bit more meat on what he said. What was sort of surprising to you like, at last on the omnibus, on McCarthy, also on just all this incoming that is happening to him? Is he optimistic about his campaign? Just give me a few a uh, little meat on the bone.
1: Yeah, I'm not that optimistic about America. So, you know, I, I said to him in quite a few of the most recent interviews, this one and others, that, you know, you're talking about running in 24 and I'm all for you and I'll support you all the way. But I don't know that the America we know and love is going to be around in 2024. I don't know there's not going to be a massive economic collapse in the next year. I fear 2023, my gut says, will be the worst year in America's history. There's going to be so many bad things coming around the pike in the next year. The things that they've done to this country, the open border, the horrible spending, the the vaccine mandates, the, the uh, the attacks on business, the attacks on patriotism, the censorship, the banning, the suspensions. You know I just got back on Twitter, right? And Twitter lets me on after banning me for two years. So Elon Musk saves me and reinstates me. i get got 112,000 fans. I'm being shadow banned all over again because he's got little snowflakes who probably used to work for the CIA running Twitter under him, and he doesn't even know what they're up to. And what they're doing is they're making sure no one could read what I put out. It's an absolute disgrace. We're not allowed to talk in this country anymore. There is no free speech. There is no First Amendment. And I know their goal is to take away the Second Amendment because they're scared to death that we're all so angry they've taken away the First Amendment. They don't want us to have guns to defend ourselves and to fight back. So I just feel this country is in dire, dire shape, and I know he agrees, and he, and he feels the same way. I mean, that was, that was the feeling of our interview. There's a lot of bad things happening. And they're treating him in such a horrible way. And yet, you know, he could spit on the sidewalk, Rita, and they try and give him life in prison. And a Democrat could murder 52 people and they say, ah, no big deal. You're out on bail and we'll let you. Hey, they let Friedman, what's his name, Bankman, Friedman. Yeah, Sam,
0: Bankman, Friedman. Exactly.
1: There was no bail. There was nothing. They let him out on nothing. This is crazy that the January 6th protesters are rotting away in solitary in prison for just standing in the Capitol or being invited in and going inside. They're rotting so, away. So, yes, so, Wayne, I,
0: I to your point, I, I agree with you, by the way. I mean, it's been shocking to see the disparity. What, again, did President Trump say about, like, all the January 6th stuff and just all of this? What did he say to you? Give us a sense of what we'll hear more of in the interview tomorrow, no, I mean, and we'll see in the interview. You're
1: not going to hear anything about the city. I didn't, I didn't get to that. I can't get to every, everything, Rita. I got to as many things as I could. He talks a long time, you know. Each answer is like five minutes, and we had a 20-minute interview. Exactly. So no, he does. Far you got to
0: keep steering him in. I've interviewed him uh, many times. Now, what about so what so about I McCarthy have, on, and on the omnibus? What was it? Give me I a little bit of a sense of the what the he said. Bus.
1: I had to get in the omnibus. He said that's the biggest disgrace in history. And he, he went into vitriol state about Mitch McConnell, and I agree with him. He just can't stand Mitch McConnell. But that led me to say, hey, I personally don't think McCarthy's much better. He's a little better. But why would you want to endorse McCarthy? And his basic answer, you got to watch to see it, but I'll give you the sum up. The basic answer was, Washington, D.C. is horrible. Everyone there is horrible. And so you got to take what you can get, and he's probably the best you'll find for now. And if you get rid of McCarthy, the next guy will be worse than McCarthy. He told the story of Boehner. He said Boehner was awful. The guy cries every five minutes. What a loser. (laughs) But then you got rid of him, and you got Ryan, Paul Ryan, who's worse than Boehner. He said, if you get rid of McCarthy, the next guy will be worse. So I'd rather just stick with McCarthy. And I came back on the air, and I said – you do know that there's a tape out there of him badmouthing you behind your back. He's a backstabber. Why would you support a backstabber? He said, wait, and I know all about it. I heard the tape. It is what it is. It's Washington. And then I said to him, yeah, I guess that's that old saying, right? If you want a friend in Washington, get a dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is is so there I'm any that doubt after doing. talking... Is there any doubt after talking to President Trump, um, Wayne, in your great interview, uh, that he is confident? um, And does he still sound like the guy uh, leading the charge and clearly the one to beat?
1: Absolutely. That's why I wrote the column about him being brave-hearted. He tweeted it out today, although he's not on Twitter. He's on Truth Social, of course, his own version of Twitter. But he he posted a nice little – I call him tweets anyway. That's kind of the vernacular now, right? He tweeted out – uh, you know, thanks to Wayne Root for a great column, and then he tweeted out my column about him being Braveheart. But he's, he's a big fan of what I write, and I do see him as a hero. I do see him as a guy taking our slings and arrows, and I do see it as it's all of them in the deep state and the D.C. swamp and the world who hates American exceptionalism and wants to take us down, and China and the Chinese Communist Party. It's all of them against us, you and me and the middle class and the small business. And there's one guy standing between us and them, and that's him. And if they take him down with an arrow – We're next. So I'm glad he's in the way, taking the slings and arrows. Just I I implore everybody, don't believe the mountain of lies they tell all day long and the fake news all day long, an avalanche of hatred against President Donald J. Trump. It's all fake news. It's all gaslighting. They're gaslighting the guy. Do I defend everything he does? No. I think he makes a lot of self-inflicted mistakes. You know, I would have had dinner with Kanye West, let alone the other guy. You know, and I would not support Kevin McCarthy, and I would not support the vaccine. I would say that nobody should ever have to get that vaccine. But the end result is, you know, I think it was Reagan once said, if you're with me 70, 80 percent of the time, you're not my enemy. You're my best friend. I'm with him 95% of the time. Every once in a while, he does something that I cringe to. Every once in a while, he says something that makes me go, why'd you say that? Every once in a while, he believes in something like the, how great the vaccines are, when clearly people are dying suddenly all over the United States and all over the world. In the headlines every day, Rita, not a day goes by where 10 famous people have dropped dead suddenly. And nobody seems to think it's a big deal. Never saw it in the history of my life. Everyone goes to bed, they have a heart attack, they don't wake up in the morning. Oh, that's normal when you're 30 years old. I mean, it's happening everywhere. So he's wrong on the vaccines, but he's right on everything else. And we need him back and we need him to steward the economy because things are going to get much worse under Joe Biden over the next two years. Much worse. We need Trump back.
0: Well, everybody, I encourage you to tune in to Wayne Allen Root. Um, Again, tell us again where they can see the interview tomorrow. I can't wait, Wayne.
1: Sure, it's Real America's Voice. So you you either have Dish Channel 219, if you don't have Dish TV, then you can watch it at realamericasvoice.com. You can watch it on uh, America's Voice app on your phone. You can watch it on all those things, you know, Hulu, Pluto. There's a million of them. Uh, it's, it's on all of them. It's Stream TV, and it's also Dish TV, and it's also a, a real Americasvoice.com. It's at noon East Coast time tomorrow, America's Top Ten Countdown with Wayne L. Root. Trump will be my guest, and I have lots to say. It's my top ten stories of the week. And I think uh, your typical New York blue-collar conservative like me, son of a butcher like me, will love every word that I say what are the top ten stories because you don't hear them on CBS, ABC, NBC, or even Fox News or Newsmax. You only get them from Wayne Root, who's a real person who understands what really matters, not what the rich elites think matter in Washington, D.C.
0: Well, we love you, Wayne. I love you. Big hugs this holiday. And I will be tuning in tomorrow for this great exclusive with President Trump with my friend, Wayne Allen Root. Thank you, Wayne. Happy holidays. Thanks,
1: Rita. Thanks, Rita. Root for America. That's my website, rootforamerica.com. It'll be there as well. Good night and happy, happy holidays and Merry Christmas.